Hello, and welcome to the Dr. Jocker's Functional Nutrition Podcast, the show designed to give you science-based solutions to improve your health and life. I'm Dr. David Jockers, doctor of natural medicine, chiropractor, and functional nutrition practitioner, and I'm the host of this podcast. I'm here to tell you that your body was created to heal itself, and on this show, we focus on strategies you can apply today to heal and function at your best. I'm excited about today's podcast, but before we jump in, I wanted to remind you to download this month's special gift at drjockersgift.com. From keto meal plans, smoothie recipes, to fasting quick start guides, we have a new complimentary gift every single month. To get your gift, simply visit drjockersgift.com. That's D-R-J-O-C-K-E-R-S-G-I-F-T.com. Thanks for spending time with me, and let's go into the show. This podcast is sponsored by Perfect Keto, and you guys are going to love their new Keto Collagen Powder, which is a combination of collagen protein and MCT oil powder. Collagen protein helps support your joints, your skin, your hair, your nails, and your gut lining. It has got critical amino acids that most people are just not getting enough of. That is glycine, proline, and hydroxyproline. When we get enough of these things, it really brings more beauty and shine to our skin, our hair, our nails. It helps keep our gut lining strong and full of integrity. It helps provide good structural integrity to our joints so we can prevent injuries and prevent unwanted painful conditions in our body. And so collagen is critical, but they also combined it with MCT oil powder, which turns immediately into ketones in our bloodstream. That helps stabilize our blood sugar and our insulin levels, helps provide a great fuel source for our brain so we can think sharply and quickly and really thrive in all the things we're doing throughout the day. And what I love about the keto collagen powder is that there's no artificial ingredients or highly uh, suspicious ingredients. It's flavored with stevia, tastes absolutely amazing. And you can add it to smoothies and different shakes and different things like that. They also have it in an unflavored variety as well that a lot of people like to put into their morning coffee. So again, you get the collagen along with the MCTs to turn on ketones and to turn on fat burning and to provide the key amino acids to support your joints, your hair, your nails, and your skin. Guys, you got to check out the Keto Collagen Powder. Just go to perfectketo.com forward slash DRJ and use the coupon code JOCKERS at checkout to save 20% off today. Guys, Perfect Keto has some amazing products you are going to love this keto collagen powder. Again, go to perfectketo.com forward slash DRJ. Use the coupon code JOCKERS at checkout to get 20% off your entire order today. So this podcast is an audio recording of one of my most popular YouTube videos on nebulizing hydrogen peroxide for respiratory health. You know, a lot of people are dealing with different respiratory infections. I go through some of the top strategies, including how to nebulize hydrogen peroxide. Uh, we talk about silver, iodine, a bunch of different strategies, how to make a saline solution to help support your respiratory and your immune health. You guys are going to love this podcast. And if you haven't given us a five-star review, now is the time to do that. Just go into your Apple iTunes player, 
leave us a five-star review when you do that. That helps us reach more people and impact more lives. Thanks so much, and let's go into the show. Well, hey, guys. Today, we're talking about nebulizing hydrogen peroxide for respiratory health. So many of you guys have reached out to me and asked me about this, and so I wanted to put together a detailed presentation on nebulizing and different things that you can utilize, including hydrogen peroxide. So we know hydrogen peroxide, the chemical structure is H2O2. Uh, it releases a negative oxygen ion that breaks the integrity of the cell membrane of bacteria, fungi, and other pathogens. This kills the pathogens and reduces the microbial load in our body. Our immune cells also create hydrogen peroxide as part of their defense against pathogens in the body. And so this is what is happening on a regular basis inside of our body. So hydrogen peroxide releases oxygen when applied to affected areas, and that can also cause foaming. So like when you put it on skin to disinfect, you know, that the oxygen release is actually what's causing that foaming. And that's because the blood of most living cells contains the enzyme catalase, which attacks hydrogen peroxide and converts it into water and oxygen. The free oxygen radical has a negative charge that interacts with pathogens and damages their cell walls. This helps to destroy bacteria, clean areas, and remove dead skin cells. Your white blood cells make and use hydrogen peroxide to fight bacteria, viruses, fungi, and other pathogens every single day. They're constantly doing it. And of course, hydrogen peroxide has a long history of use. And so, so many people are using it, obviously, to disinfect wounds, help reduce acne, improve oral health. Um, it can help clean up mold, whiten, whiten teeth, actually, right? You can actually brush your teeth with it because, again, it's going to break down the bacteria there on the mouth. It's good for, you know, you can dip it in if you have toenail fungus for helping reduce toenail fungus. You can put it on fruit and vegetables to help get rid of bacteria. It's not necessarily going to get rid of pesticides, but it will get rid of bad bacteria. So reduce your risk of, you know, a salmonella infection or something like that. And you can use it to improve your respiratory health by nebulizing it. It also turns out that friendly bacteria in the mucous membranes of your lungs, your sinuses, your nose, your mouth, your digestive system, and urinary tract thrive in environments that are rich in oxygen. And so hydrogen peroxide is very high in oxygen, which again may help the friendly bacteria. So that's a great thing about it. it. can actually help the good bacteria, the aerobic bacteria, but it will help get rid of the anaerobic or bad bacteria and cause them to die. And so when we look at nebulizing, nebulizer is a piece of medical equipment that changes certain medications or therapeutic supplements from a liquid form to a mist of aerosol droplets that allows you to inhale it into your lung. And this allows you to have improved absorption into your respiratory system. It acts quicker. So a lot of like asthmatics, for example, use this to get steroids into their lungs to dilate their lungs if their lungs are constricted and they can't get oxygen in. So nebulizing can be really powerful. You know, it's been used for a long time to help treat respiratory infections. And, uh, you know, in particular, you know, they're, they're nebulizing steroids, usually some sort of kind of a breathing treatment to help open up the airways is usually how it's used in the medical system. But you can also use things like hydrogen peroxide, very simple, very inexpensive. And I'm going to go through how to use it properly. But the benefits of nebulizing hydrogen peroxide, it actually improves, of course, your respiratory health, but also helps knock down oral pathogens, which you know, are a really common cause of digestive issues and respiratory issues because we're constantly swallowing pathogens from our mouth. In fact, there's a book, Hidden Epidemic, by Dr. Thomas Levy, who's 
one of the foremost experts when it comes to nebulizing hydrogen peroxide. He's been one of the forerunners in really getting this information out. And um, he discussed the role of hydrogen peroxide in his book, Hidden Epidemic, uh, for acute viral respiratory infections. He also talked about how it will help break down the biofilms by disease-causing colonies of different microbes uh, in your sinuses, right? So you actually, when you nebulize, you want one kind of like what this picture is showing that goes over your nose. So it gets up into your sinuses, not just into your mouth. A lot of asthmatics will just use it in the mouth because they're trying to get it into the lungs, but you want to use it where it's getting into your sinuses as well. It's super important. And, uh, you know, a lot of people have chronic infections, right, in their tonsils and in their oral cavity. And those pathogens, again, they get swallowed. The ongoing infection may compromise the health of your gut because they get into your digestive system between meals when your stomach acid is, you know, not kicked up. And uh, they can cause bacterial overgrowth and a lot of different problems. In fact, if you have like a recurrent or a H. pylori infection that's shutting down stomach acid production, it's just not going away, even though you've been treating it and treating it with, you know, antimicrobials and other things. It's oftentimes an issue going on with your mouth. We see that with SIBO as well, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. So the hydrogen peroxide nebulizing it can actually help keep that microbial load down by doing that on a regular basis. And so how do we prepare the hydrogen peroxide for nebulizing? Well, this is kind of the general, the general recipe, and I'll give you ratios of how much uh, hydrogen peroxide you want to use with water. But we like to start with about two teaspoons of 3% food-grade hydrogen peroxide to eight ounces of saline water. Now, if you don't get the food-grade, there are some stabilizers in there, but you know, if you do this dilution, it, it overall should be safe, but the food grade will just make it purer and clearer, cleaner. Um, although, again, a lot of people have used kind of just the store-bought, um, you know, 99-cent variety that they buy at Walgreens, but the food grade is, is, is better. So you do that, and you do that with saline. Now, how do you make saline? Well, you can make your own by just taking a half a teaspoon of sea salt in eight ounces of purified water, stir until the salt is dissolved. So that's pretty, that's it. Pretty much pretty easy. Now, if you're starting with a 12% hydrogen peroxide, then you only put a half a teaspoon of that in eight ounces of saline water. And again, I'm going to give you the ratios here in just a second. Uh, of course, you transfer that mix to a glass dropper bottle, ideally like a dropper bottle or like a bottle that has kind of a dropper to, to get in the right amount. You don't necessarily have to, you can eyeball it as well, but you want to use about two to three ML, right? So when you get your nebulizer, and I actually have a link to a good nebulizer under this video. So check that out. There's a link uh, for the right type of neb nebulizer. Or if you're listening to this on podcast, just find this article, um, Nebulizing Hydrogen Peroxide. And I have the link in there just right on my Dr. Jocker's site for a great nebulizer that you want to use that works really good. Okay. So you don't want to mess around and get a cheap, bad nebulizer. You want to get the right one. So check that out. Um, use about two to three ml or about half a teaspoon of the mix for each nebulizing session. And you can keep that solution refrigerated for a long time and, and continue to use it. Do you mix it up? Yeah, I usually will mix it up, right? So if you keep it refrigerated for a while, just kind of mix it up. You know, sometimes the salt might, you know, come out of the solution, you know, and, and mix on the bottom or something like that. So just kind of mix it up uh, and then reuse. So proper dosing for 1% hydrogen peroxide nebulization, which is what I've found now to be the most well-tolerated. Some people will do like a, a pure 3%, but I found that the 1% seems to 
seems to be the most well tolerated. Obviously, you can dilute it even more. It's not going to be as potent. But also, if you're noticing like any sort of burning in your throat, right, or if it's like inducing a lot of coughing when you're doing it, um, you might want to dilute it down just a little bit more. Okay. And this is best to do early on, right? You want to do this early on, like the moment you have symptoms, respiratory symptoms, as you get deeper into the illness, it's not going to be as effective. But if you do it early on, then it's very, very, very effective. So as, as you start to notice, you know, you're sneezing, you're coughing a little bit, you have a sore throat, get on this. Okay. And so just have these ingredients at home so you can get started with it. But basically you're starting with, you know, if you're starting with 3%, which most people are one teaspoon, um, hydrogen peroxide per four ounces. You know, I had mentioned two teaspoons for eight ounces to make kind of like a, an overall solution. You know, obviously you can do one teaspoon and four ounces of the water saline, right? Um, and that will give you 1%, 12, if you're doing a 12% concentration, about a quarter teaspoon uh, of hydrogen peroxide with four ounces of saline. And if you're using the 36%, use a quarter teaspoon with 12 ounces of saline, right? So just, you know, do the math on that to get your ending 1% concentration. Again, you can dilute that down more if you need to, but that tends to be the most well-tolerated area. I just wanted to take a quick moment to let you know that this episode of the Functional Nutrition Podcast is sponsored by our friends at Paleo Valley. They make the most powerful, pure vitamin C supplement you can get. Because unlike most vitamin C supplements containing synthetic ingredients that are created in a lab, Paleo Valley Essential C Complex is made from three of the most potent whole food sources of vitamin C on the planet. Nothing weird, just food. Check them out at paleovalley.com and use the coupon code JOCKERS, J-O-C-K-E-R-S, to get 15% off today. Now, some of the top doctors that recommend nebulizing, you know, I recommend this book, Hidden Epidemic, where uh, Dr. Thomas Levy talks a lot about oral infections. This is where he goes into nebulizing hydrogen peroxide. And then, of course, Dr. Joe Mercola and Dr. David Brownstein as well have been talking a lot about nebulizing hydrogen peroxide. So Brownstein even has his own protocol, the Brownstein protocol, where they'll nebulize a hydrogen peroxide saline mix with two drops of 2% Lugol's iodine, which you can find on Amazon. And if you feel fine with that, you can increase your dosage to five to six drops of the iodine. So you start small and gradually build up. The Lugol's has potassium iodine. I personally recommend using a pure uh uh, pure nascent iodine instead, right? Just kind of a pure iodine doesn't have the potassium in there. And I prefer doing three to six drops of uh, the nascent iodine, which we use is the detoxidine iodine, which I'll have a link as well below this video or in the article that you can check out as well to your hydrogen peroxide solution, right? And this is the detoxidine, right? Again, pure nascent iodine form. Um, uh, iodine obviously has a lot of great benefits to it, and it's also very antimicrobial, right? So it adds in with the hydrogen peroxide to help kill off pathogens and slow the growth and replication of different pathogens, right? So it can be really helpful. Another option that you can use is silver. Silver is positively charged. It interacts with the microbial DNA, causing a failure of replication. 
Now it's the silver ions, not the silver particles that are responsible for this effect. So the silver ions bind to the microbial cell wall, right? So it's very antibacterial, binds to the cell wall. And, and you know, basically whenever you have a respiratory infection, there may be a viral component, but there's always bacteria around the epithelial membrane of the lungs. And if there's inflammation that's damaging the epithelial membrane, the bacteria will seep in and they'll cause more damage. Bacteria's job is to break down decaying matter. And that's what they're trying to do. So if our epithelial membrane of our lungs is breaking down, we really need to support it. We need to reduce the overall microbial load. And silver does that because again, it causes the bacterial cell wall to rupture. And then inside the cell, it stops you know, it binds to key enzymes that are needed to help produce energy within the cell. So now the cell can't produce energy and then it binds to the microbial DNA strands and blocks the replication process. So it blocks cellular reproduction, right? So this is key and it also has antiviral effects as well, silver does. So this is another option. You know, if you've got silver, you follow these directions. Um, I recommend like a nano, you know, you can use a colloidal or a nano silver. You don't want to use homemade silver as the particles are just too large, okay? And actually, it could be dangerous, so be careful with that. Um, but, you know, I use our silver spray, which I'll show you in a picture of, which is a nano silver. And you can just basically, it's, you know, you just, you don't have to dilute it. You just put it right in up to the 2 ml mark. And, you know, you do, your, I recommend six to seven minutes, three to five times a day, right? And so, again, early on, like early in the symptoms, early symptoms, it's it's more effective, right? You don't need as much time. It's more effective. You're able to get over whatever you're dealing with quickly, okay? Now, preventatively, you can do any one of these things, a hydrogen peroxide. You can do the, the Brownstein protocol where you do the hydrogen peroxide with the iodine, or you can just do silver and do it once or twice a day, just kind of as a preventative measure to help clear your sinuses, reduce the overall viral load, bacterial, microbial load in there. Um, as well as in your lungs, right? And this is a great way to just kind of clean things out. And this is the silver spray. I'll have a link for it. It's a nano silver. So it's extremely small particles, no toxicity effects. Um, and, you know, it's, it's already kind of diluted down in, in the nano form. So you don't need to worry about trying to create a saline and get the dosage right. Basically, just put it in to the 2 ml mark and then nebulize it. Right. And that's basically what you're going to try to do there. Now, another thing a lot of people will do is nebulize glutathione. Glutathione is your body's master antioxidant. And this can be really effective, especially for healing. So, not as effective for reducing microbial load, although it will support your immune system and allow your immune system to function better, which will then lower the microbial load. But it's, it's very effective for helping heal from inflammation, damage, and scarring in the lungs. And so the way that you nebulize glutathione is you, obviously, you know, you, you put it in your nebulizer, but you want to use a certain form. And I'll have, you know, there's a specific form of reduced L-glutathione plus that I recommend that's specifically made for nebulizing. So like the only one I found on the market. So I'll have a link for that. Break one capsule. You don't want to use like liposomal glutathione on this because that is that is made for oral. You know, taking it orally. You don't want to use N-acetylcysteine. Um, those are are meant for oral form. So this is a, a specific form for nebulizing. You break one capsule open. You pour the content of the capsule into the medicine cup of your nebulizer. Add about one teaspoon or five ml 
of saline solution or pure distilled water, right? So you just put in some um, saline, let it sit for a bit until the solution looks perfectly clear. Once ready, put the mouthpiece on and begin inhaling. The treatment of one capsule lasts about four minutes, right? So it'll go pretty quick. Um, you know, and so basically that's what you're trying to accomplish there. And uh, your biomolecular oxygen, this is another thing that you can utilize. Um, and so with this, this is actually adding in pure oxygen in there, which also will help heal the lungs and heal damaged tissue. So um, you can use this as well instead of the glutathione. And it's also anaerobic, right? Or, or it helps to kill, I should say it's not anaerobic, but it helps kill off anaerobic pathogens, right? So it can be antimicrobial as well. Usually I put about five drops or so. You might start with like one or two, just see how you're doing, and then go up to about five drops in like a two ml, um, you know, uh, thing of saline, or you can do it with hydrogen peroxide, right? To add even more oxygen into the system. Or you can do it with silver. I mean, you can do it really with anything. The biomolecular oxygen works great. So we'll do that. Uh, another antimicrobial that we've experimented with as well with um, utilizing here is our formula two, which has clove and sage and thyme and holy basil, black walnut, right? And we'll start very small, like one or two drops, right? See how the person tolerates it. Maybe go it up to three drops because um, this is stronger. So we... Um, you know, so powerful antimicrobial that you can add in again with hydrogen peroxide. So it's going to work. Sometimes there's some microbes that, you know, are able to escape the hydrogen peroxide, but for whatever reason, some of the compounds, the carvacrol, for example, in the thyme leaf may be more effective against it, right? Um, you know, the compounds in the clove, right? The eugenol and different things like that might be more effective against it. And so sometimes stacking some of these can be helpful. Just you want to make sure that Again, it's, you're, not, you're not noticing a lot of burning in your throat um, when you're doing this. That's a sign that you're doing too much. I've, I've done that before. It doesn't help. Um, so you shouldn't have like a lot of burning in your throat and in your lungs when you do this. You may already have it to start with, right? And then again, you want to kind of moderate your dose. Um, like if you're starting late and you already have a sore throat, you already have um, a deep chest cough. All right, you may already have those symptoms to begin with, but it shouldn't aggravate it. Okay, so that's what you're you don't want is aggravation. So you want to tighter your dosage to where you're not aggravated, but instead that you are feeling better. So, anyways, I'll have a link to that as well, uh, the formula too. And then if you are looking for something, uh, you know, orally to support you, we have a great product called Breathe Support, which is amazing. It's got a whole bunch of different compounds in there. Um, cordyceps and bromelain and um, boswellia and things like that, that really reduce inflammation, particularly in the lungs, N-acetylcysteine, some different things like that help support and reduce inflammation. N-acetylcysteine is really good for um, reducing mucus formation, right? So it helps kind of cut into the mucus. Same thing with the boswellia. They really cut down on the mucus and support overall respiratory health. So Guys, check out the products. And if um, you know, you're on our store and you're checking that out, just use the coupon code JOCKERS10 at checkout. Uh, and that will save you 10%. And remember also this information is this is for informational purposes only. We're not trying to treat, cure, diagnose any specific disease. Obviously, you guys know that. Um, you know, we're not making any medical claims here, but these are all supportive strategies that you can utilize to help improve your health. So, guys, be sure to hit the 
um, like button, subscribe to our channel if you haven't already, and share this with the people that you care about. Thanks so much, and we'll see you guys on a future online training. Be blessed. Well, that's all for this show. And I want to thank you again for spending your valuable time with me today. And if there was something you heard in this interview that you have questions on or you want to dive into deeper, then drjockers.com is the best place to go. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider taking just a quick moment and giving us a great review. Your reviews help us influence more people and transform more lives. And if you took something valuable away from this episode, then please share it with someone in your life you know it can help. We'll see you soon on a future podcast. Be blessed, everybody.